Sports Life Talk. Hey, yeah. Cause this is Sports Life Talk. Hey, hey. Rock it with Sports Life Talk. Life Talk. Hot topics yeah. with Sports Life Talk. Come on. So come and get you some Sports Life Talk. Life. They let us in the game, now we calling the shots. Things hey. will never be the same, so yeah. forget what you thought. Yeah. Cause life without sports ain't nothing but talk. Hey. Go now, finally a show that makes your heart pound. Profound wonder what's running up through your thoughts now. About to drown all podcasts. That be watered down. Tell them clowns it's the new era and it's starting now. I've told the strangers the five power rangers approaching sports life talk from five different angles. Get ready for the change up. We done turned the flame up. The topics that we bring up, we about to blow this thing. Yeah, let's get it cracking. KT the head coach and Miss Manhattan. Gemini Jones holds the throne. She be calling them out. Mr. United Surgeon B. Jones, the mouth of the South. Coming over athletes to the year of the week. We got what you need. We dropping what's hot in the streets. From copping new sneaks to locals popping doing big things. When gossiping tea, like Kimberly, pull you a dream. Sports Life Talk. Who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening. Let the show begin. Sports Life Talk. Who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening. Now let the show begin. I'm actually seated and ready to go this week. What's up, y'all? This is another episode of Sports Life Talk. Coming to you live on this Wednesday, June 16th. This is episode 98, y'all, entitled Booyah. But before we get into the show, let's do some introductions. Y'all might see it looks like we a little light here tonight. The skeleton crew. We thin tonight, but hey, we're going to get it done. Oh, you said my mic ain't... Is that better, B. Jones? Yeah, yeah. You sound a lot better. Okay, I had to get get my mic. Yeah. We running a light crew tonight. Serge is not feeling well. He turned up too much this weekend for his birthday. It was all all the NBA news that came out this morning. (laughs) All the NBA news came out. It it overwhelmed his system. Kawhi hurt. CP3 and COVID protocol. It's just too much going on. Stan Van Gundy fired. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. But you got us. So, you know, the show must go on as usual. So, of course, we have, because he's going to be here every week. We have B. Jones, <laughs> Mr. Mouth of the South. How you doing tonight? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling lovely. I'm feeling lovely. We 10 toes down, ready to do some work, ready to get in. It looked like it's just me versus Kev today. So, uh, I yeah. don't know. I just, me and I Kev heard, got K- used I heard KC had 11 toes, though, but I ain't going to say that. All right. Uh, so, Play Turner, how you doing down there tonight? And so you like all 11 of my toes, too. How about that? Ooh. I'm doing great, ma'am. How are you? You had uh, a vac- vacation day. Tell us a little bit about your vacation before we get started. I went on vacation, and it was nice. So when you get a hat, when can I get a hat? I've been asking for a hat. I can't get no hat. I can't get no sweatshirt. Who I got to talk to in management to get my my gear? Well, we just well, not going to brush over this. It was good. That That's not how it works. I'm sorry, what you On SLT Live. What happened? We're not just gonna brush past this vacation thing. So tell us about it. I went to because you look, you look, you, you look coconutty. What, what do you call it? Yes. Yeah, you gotta you you get your bronzed out. You, you gotta hey, you definitely B. got a new a new tone. B. Jones, Salas will do that to you, man. <laughs> As she glazed, she glazed up right now. <laughs> no, I went to Montego Bay, Jamaica for my birthday. I left <laughs> on Thursday and came back on Monday evening. I had an amazing time. I got treated. Like a queen. Did a queen. uh did they honor like was it big heavy on COVID restrictions over there? Or is it opened up? It was fairly open. I mean, I had to wear a mask for certain things, but pretty much 
Eighty percent of the time, I did not have a mask on. Now, Pam, I think this is your third time being out of country since since, since we started the pandemic, ain't it? I mean, you know, you don't give us. You said, "Hey, I'm vaccinated." That's right. That's right. Okay. I, okay. I will pull out my vaccination card in a heartbeat. Okay, that's why I got it. Anyway, moving right along, moving right along. All right, so as I mentioned earlier, this is episode 98. Am I saying that right? Booyah. Booyah. You're saying it right. You get it. And of course, we have to honor the legendary, the late Stuart Scott. So, hey, Ken. (laughs) Put the pop in. You popped in. my mic on mute. Sorry. Hey, y'all. What's up, hey, Kate? so you are right on time, girl. Tell us about Stuart Scott. Yes, yes, yes. So Stuart Orlando Scott was an American sportscaster and anchor on ESPN, most notably on SportsCenter. Well known for his hip hop style and use of catchphrases, Scott was also a regular for the network in its NBA and NFL coverage. One of Scott's most popular catchphrases is "Booyah." Can, can be used for any sport and an array of plays. RIP to one of the best to ever do it. It can be used in a celebratory manner or astonishment. For the most part, it is used when showing highlights from a game, when you know a big play is going to happen. So, B. Jones, before we get into this week's trivia, do we have a winner? And also, what was the answer from last week's trivia? So we do not have a winner from last week. And uh, I, man, I sure hate that I didn't bring the answers with me. But I can tell you the question was the name of the other father-son duo. Because remember, Craig Hayward and Cameron Hayward were both drafted in the first round. I do know that one of the sets was, uh, was Jamal Adams and his dad, George Adams, who was uh, both of them was drafted in the first round in the NFL draft. And the other one was the quarterback who went and eventually played. I think it was Louisiana Tech. It went to, he played for the Saints. And I don't know why I can't think of Bart. It might not, nah, wasn't Star. I don't know why I can't think of who the other guy is, but both of those, him and his him and his daddy were uh, were both NFL. So it was a really hard question for anybody to get right, just to be honest with you. It was it was rigged that way. But if they, if they knew their Louisiana history, then they would have got it correctly because it was uh, it was all LSU center. Yeah, I didn't know Jamal Adams, his dad. I didn't know he played. Yeah, Jamal Adams' legacy. If they would have just said Jamal Adams and, and his dad, I would have gave, gave him the shirt. But nobody got it. So you know what? I keep my money in my pocket. All right. <laughs> so what you got for this week? All right. So Stuart Scott is one of the... I'll tell you what. For those of you who watch it, I wouldn't be sitting here right now if it wasn't for Stuart Scott. I marveled at the man. Everything about him coming up in the, in the early 2000s was just phenomenal. He absolutely made it cool to be African-American and to be uh, on the sports center and, and merging that hip-hop fusion. So you, you talk a little bit about it, but it was, it was bigger than that. It was like pop culture meets sports. And to me, I think it gave birth to to sports life talk. But with that being said, Stuart Scott, he passed along in uh, in in 2015. But before he passed along, six months before he was awarded, he was the 2014 recipient of the Jimmy V Award for Perseverance. Now, this award is very special to me because uh, it was the inspiration, as those of you who watch the show know, that we honor uh, Yeet every show. I create a Yeet or I give an award out to somebody who shows determination. This Jimmy V Award was one of the motivations why I came out with that. So 
There's been some great inspirational stories. The school steward Scott was one of them. But for a Sports Life Talk t-shirt, give me the name of the first winner of the Jimmy V Award. It's just that simple. Be the first one on our website, www.sportslifetalk.com. Type in that answer and boom, booyah. You will get a free t-shirt. Now, this is what I'm going to do because this is a very tricky one. I didn't want to make it too hard because I actually want somebody to participate and win this shirt from us. I will upgrade to a $20 gift card or cash app, whatever, as well. If you could give me the name of what Jimmy V award winner was also awarded a Yeet of the Week. Hmm. Hmm. Golly, I don't hmm. even know that one. That's <laughs> no, 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 nobody knows that. But I, one of the Jimmy V award winners, I gave a Yeet of the Week to four months before they won the Jimmy V. So I, that's all I can say. Can you tell us when? Can you give a time frame? Uh, give the people a little a little hint come on it was around a it was around last year so we were we were still in studio i think we were still in the studio i'm I'm not sure but i know it wasn't this year it was this year it was before the pandemic so did did it have something to do with football I'm not gonna tell you that, Kevin. You trying to take money out of my pocket? I'm not gonna tell you that. I'm thinking if I'm thinking, I know. I think I know. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see. Man, I'm trying to get the fans to hint, man. Golly, you just cold blood. <laughs> I am, man. Ice I'm, I'm like KD. I'm like Kevin Durant. Hey. All right. So, KD, since you are on momentarily, let's go ahead and toast away. I did not make a drink because I was being a little on the bad girl side, and I went to Baskin Robbins and got a Sunday. So I said I can't do a Sunday and a drink. So I went for the Sunday. So okay. I, can't, kind of, I can't drink. What kind of Sunday did you have? I had a double scoop hot fudge, hot caramel with whipped cream and cherry on top. Oh my gosh, was it good? It was. Oh. I mean, what isn't good, Pam? She eats everything. Come on, Katie. What kind of question was that? <laughs> for real. Um, well, did you eat good in Jamaica? I gained 15 pounds. My belly is hanging over my pants right now. I gotta wear. I gotta wear leggings for about two weeks. Did you eat some of that? Uh, what do they call it? A key fish or aki? How do you say it? No, I didn't eat that. Oh, okay. I had a lot of jerk. Everything was jerk. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm not drinking tonight either. I'm actually currently in class. So don't tell nobody I was here. If anybody asked, y'all don't know nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> I was I was telling B before everybody else got on. Today was a rough day. So I needed to hop on and get y'all's good energy. So send all the vibes for me, please, because it has been a rough day and a rough week. You're going to have um, to save, save your office. Yes. <laughs> so the drink of the week is coconut lime frost. So this consists of the Malibu Black, coconut milk, fresh lime juice, simple syrup, and you'll need some ice and some lime zest. So you'll want to keep the zest to the side and all the ingredients, just put it in a blender until smooth and then pour it in a summer a summer chill glass and just sprinkle your lime zest on top <laughs> and then you got your drink so it's really super hot y'all so i was trying to you know cool y'all down and give y'all a little buzz so for this host of the week this one is kind of like a favorite for me so for the first time in american history black excellence will be represented in the u.s olympic gymnastics team trials Six African-American women athletes out of what eight talents, 18 talents and competitors 
will vie for one of four spots to represent Team USA in Tokyo, Japan. Toast to Jordan Childs, Simone Biles, Amari Drayton, Shalise Jones, Sky Blakely, and Zoe Miller. So do your thing. Do your thing, ladies. <laughs> Yo, and um, I think it's Jordan Childs. I'm not 100. Jordan Childs is the one that goes to UCLA. But I know Simone. But it's a bunch of them from Texas is what I was getting at. I know Sky Blakely is literally right down the street in Frisco. So mm-hmm. three or the four out of these girls are from the DFW area. Or from the Texas area. Wow. Yeah, that's super dope. You know, Texas always does it the best. (laughs) It looks that way in gymnastics. Yes, yes. So toast to all of them. Let's toast it up. Toast to Miss T. S too. She live today in the chat. She going. She going ham. She shouting it out. Hey, if y'all don't know who she is, she's going to be with Elena and Brittany when they start the uh, Dresses and Salted Pretzels podcast. Oh, that's that's good. That's Miss El Paso, right? South, yes. Yeah, that, that's kid folk then. Yeah. Miss, yes. Miss kid folk. You family then, folk. Howdy. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> All right, then. So let's get to the kickoff question. Katie, are you leaving us? I was going to do the, I was going to leave after the local business. Oh, okay. Wait, did I skip a page? Yeah, you did. It's okay. It's okay. You're still on vacation. <laughs> We're still trying to get you back active. Man. What is it? Jet lag. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. All right. So uh, let's... too much ranch dressing. It wasn't jet lag. That's all I'm gonna put it. Oh, it was, the it was the nuts on the Sunday. I didn't have nuts on the Sunday. <laughs> In FC? Can we say <laughs> Oh my god? <laughs> Why are y'all so sick? I thought you said nuts on the Sunday, my I don't, I don't No, I don't we just like it. embarrassing you, KD. You good. You good. <laughs> I just like seeing y'all laugh. Katie, who is our You Got Next? What's what am I supposed to say? You did it almost right. You almost had it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> who is our You Got Next athlete of the week? There it is. Okay, so it won't be an athlete, but tomorrow we have our first sideline reporter, April Marie. She does work with a team in the G League. I think it's the Vipers. Yep. She also has her own show called uh, Hills on Hardwood. Hey, tomorrow go check it out. She had a lot of energy. She's dope. And Pam, hmm? she's five eight, I think. And she said the guy has to be what, six five? <laughs> six to have a five chance. See, y'all be trying to clown me, but okay. No, no, no. We're not trying to clown you. It's like every woman that we have on the show, they're like five eight and up. Yeah, and y'all think I'm supposed to date some little short dude. Well, we talked to one that was like six two. And they said they'll date somebody as long as they over six feet. They were like, you could be a couple of inches shorter than me. They, it didn't matter. That height wasn't everything. It was about yeah, the, she also, the yeah, quality she, they offered. Yeah. She told us yeah. to tell you, stop blocking your 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 blessings. There may be oh, a six out there. I, I, like, I like my blessing in long, tall packages. <laughs> so do you want to talk about what happened at, uh, on your vacation? Hey, y'all going to get us canceled tonight. She had, uh, lots of fun. she had lots of fun. That's what happened. Y'all trying to get us canceled for real. Um, okay, so here's an announcement. I got married on vacation. I believe you, too. Show them your hand. <laughs> yep, show them your hand. Show, show them your hand. hand. Why are you playing around? I did not. I did not. No. But why, do you, ring, why do you got a ring on that finger on that hand? I, I have both, both fingers on that hand. Pam is oh, secretly no. went off Pam. <laughs> e. Jones and I, we have rings on these fingers, too, but it means hey, something. he does, too. Let's Actually, see. I have a naked ring finger. Both there we of go. Them. Yeah. 
ma'am, you were supposed to help me out on this one. You supposed <laughs> Hell. To- you should have told, you should have gave me a heads up. I mean, <laughs> Miss Hidden Valley Ranch. What? <laughs> I know you're going to tell us about it. So, um, there's nothing to tell. Uh, you're going to tell us offline. Yeah, y'all. I there's nothing to tell. KD, I heard you have a local business. Yes. So if you know me, you know that I love Chinese food, Thai food, and Japanese food. So there is a spot in Dallas. I guess it would be East Dallas, like right outside of downtown. And it is called Bangkok City. And it is Thai food. Y'all, they have like the best. I think it's called Bangkok City Fried Rice. And it has like eggs, shrimp, and like a special kind of like teriyaki chicken. Y'all, it is so bomb. Why are you so tickled over there, KT? Because you keep saying Bangkok and I keep thinking about <laughs> the hangover. I'm a kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's getting me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, yeah. Y'all Google it. Okay, so y'all Google it. Go try it. Let me know what y'all think. What you sipping on, Kev? Noble Wolf Sprite. My boy represent okay. Noble Wolf Home. Okay. Shout out to Noble Wolf. All right, y'all. So it's been fun. Y'all. Are you coming back for the Manhattan Project? No, nah, we got this, man. We, she oh, has to, got- yeah, we got it. Whatever she got on there. We, yeah, go do your thing. Do your <laughs> thing. Right, you is you yeah. smart. You is important. <laughs> See y'all later. I'm going to be in the chat. Stop letting people go. Stop. 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 Dang, B. Jones, I mean. Oh my goodness. All right. So let's get started with this kickoff question. Why is my son trying to FaceTime me? All right. So it appears the WNBA has made some headlines for the first time in a negative light. So there's this beef going on with Skylar Diggins and Jasmine Jones. Is it good for the WNBA or does it play into the negative stereotypes that women are all about the drama? Now, since I am a woman, I feel inclined. Kick it off, dude. Go ahead. Kick it off. All right. So let me just say, it's sports. There's always some type of beef in sports. And people talk trash to each other back and forth. I don't understand why this is such a big deal. I guess because it's the first time. But I was, well, so I was reading the tweets and I was a little confused. I didn't know what was going on. All I know is somebody crossed somebody's ankles over and, and, and broke some ankles or whatever, as they say. And but they didn't win the game, so it didn't matter that the ankles got broke. I mean, that was the headline. But yeah, that was the headline. That was the 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 play that they showed. You know, the bring sports on. They made it seem like that was the best play of the game. So, but uh, it's just, but that's not Skylar's fault that that play got chosen. So, yeah, but but Skylar didn't have to come for the gun neck. You know, when when she made the comment, Skylar could have just been like, "Hey, talk to ESPN or talk to Fox Sports," but. Scholar went after us and said, girl, shut the up. Okay, girl, shut the up. <laughs> I would have said it too. Girl, sit down somewhere. Yeah. But see, that, but see I think girl, sit down somewhere is more, more polite than girl, shut the up. No, I would have said that too, but I'm just saying I'm on air. I can't say that. Okay, okay. I got you. I got you. What's your opinion, KT? Are we talking about the WNBA? Yeah. yeah. That's a good thing then. If we are talking about the WNBA in any kind of light, and it's not even a negative light, like Pam said, it's just trash talk. And if you look at that move that Scholar Diggins did, it was a nice move. It was nothing to just... It really wasn't. It wasn't like even her ankles her. wasn't like... No, she, just got, she didn't fall or anything. She just... She probably tried to guess. 
Scholar went. I mean, like, right. the time right. when I crossed you over. I mean, and your ankles kind of slid inside a little bit. It's the same thing as that. That will happen ever in your life or mine. But yeah, if they're talking about the dub, if anybody's talking about the WNBA, that is good. That is what they want. They want the WNBA in people's mouths. Damn. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this. Y'all are 100% correct. It, the, the bottom line is, is that you just like cash me outside. Y'all know the cash me outside girl. Her name, Danielle Bogoli. I think she worked a million or some dollars in OnlyFans in like 24 hours. It, it was crazy how much money she made. Negativity sells. And unfortunately, negativity and drama is a part of the theater that, that sports presents. And so we need the females to show us that it's not all about standing together in Black Lives Matter. Give us some rivalries. Give us some must-watch games. Give us some must-watch TV with some intensity and some heart to not not from a, ca- a, a, a caddy or a petty perspective. Like the the girl get the out of here may have been a little bit too, too aggressive. That that kind of played into the stereotype, but and and also the girl followed up. Jasmine Jones followed up. Like girl, get the out of here. It's fighting words. What's really good? So she told her like, hey, you want to talk to me like that? We could do some extra if we need to do some extra. But I guarantee you that there's going to be twenty five to thirty percent more televisions tuned in to the next. The, what is it, the Phoenix Mercury versus the New York Liberty game? And it, it, it's got some firepower now. So, hey, you wanted articles, you wanted headlines, make those headlines. Just try to try to keep it, keep it nice. Fight with gloves on, you know, not not with the gloves off. That's 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 my only advice to the to the ladies of the WNBA. But what I really loved most to sign off here is that how the rest of the WNBA, they immediately started jumping into it. DD. I mean, it was it was a bunch of them that just came in and started talking about, "Hey, I'm on her side," or "I agree with her," "I disagree with that." So it was it was it was it was good, you know. Must see, watch TV. I don't think that STFU was was harsh. She said what she said, and she meant what she said. Y'all have said y'all, meaning men, have said some worse things. I think that things get taken out of perspective when it's women and oh, you hurt my feelings mm. and this and that. You didn't. You have said, you know, I'm gonna kick your hey, after this game. Y'all done went back and forth. Y'all done did all of this, but we. She tells her shut the f up, and then oh my god, those are fighting words, girl. Please, she could have talked about your mama. She could have done a whole lot more than tell you to shut the f up. Pam, you froze up. <laughs> you froze up at the, per- <laughs> at the perfect time. Now yeah, you know what, Pam. I, you know, I, I actually can subscribe to that. I, I agree with you on that. You, you're correct. But you got to remember, though, men's sports are supposed to be more physical. So in my mind, you know, I naturally think that that's that's kind of part of the evolution of trash talk. So I agree with you on that. Okay, yeah. you yeah. I didn't forget. He, he cut me off. <laughs> uh, my bad, KT. Nah, you uh, good, uh, man. B. Jones, I see your wife agrees with me, too. So I see. We always I'm about to talk to her about that. Are, are, oh, you better stop acting up. <laughs> I'm about to talk to her about that. For that dope fly hey, over. I'm about to say we're going to be that dope fly over the minute she's going to go black. Hey, <laughs> hey y'all going to see me. <laughs> Look back. Uh-huh. And then, then all you'll see is that thing go black. But she ain't going to have enough time to turn the mic off. So y'all will still hear everything that's going on. It just be <laughs> It just be that camera off with y'all and get to hear a detailed account to everything that go on over here, oh man. That, that would be that would be a nightmare. That would be an absolute disaster. <laughs> All right, so it is time for the Manhattan Project, which I guess 
I am going to do. So mad question asking. Her question for this week is, are they overdragging Chrissy Teigen after she made her public apologies? So for those that don't know, Michael Costello, who is a designer, came out and with this big, long message about how, I think it was 2014, I think it was, he said that, you know, Chrissy Teigen had bullied him over a photoshopped tweet where that he supposedly used the N-word, but he said that it was photoshopped. And so she came for him and she drugged him so good, he was almost at the point of suicide. Okay, so now he comes out with this years later and she has been called a cyber bully. And it's just been a big saga because I don't know if you know, someone else actually came out against Michael Costello saying, you know, hey, how are you going to play the victim when you bullied me? I think it was Leona Lewis or somebody else came out and it's just been this whole fiasco. So, but the point is they have not let Chrissy Teigen go on this. Chrissy Teigen, she's always had some good clapbacks and some good comebacks and some, you know, she said some pretty funny, nice, nasty kind of things. I don't know specifically what she said to him, but I, ooh, maybe I don't want to say this on air because I don't, I don't want to get drugged. But I just don't know what anybody could say to me, what another human being could say to me that would hurt my feelings so bad that would make me want to take my own life as an adult. Now, as a kid, I understand that you're a little bit more impressionable, but I guess at this age, there is nothing you can tell me to uh, shut the F up. You could tell me to go jump off a bridge. You could tell me you hate my guts. You hate everything about me. And I would be like, okay, that's, that's well, just your opinion. Well, so, add, on to, add on to this, Pam. You are successful at what you do. You, you're Absolutely. one of the world's best designers. Like you've literally sat there as a young person and said, I want to do this. And you accomplished that dream. And then you're going to let somebody over the Internet. One person. One person cause you that much mental anguish. Listen, I'm, I'm going to say this. And first and foremost, that that suicide ain't nothing to play with. It's not. I'm glad that, that, that everybody's starting to have these conversations. I, I hope with all earnestness that he is being sincere with his, you know, his his liberation or telling telling everybody that he that he was thinking about, you know, committing suicide. So I think that everybody makes mistakes. I don't know the intimate details of this situation. I know if Christy Teigen or Christy Teigen went hard on somebody and it was a uh, doctor. I think that that can that could be a little bit of an honest mistake. I also think that could be a little bit of bullying. I don't know if it's worth a council culture going out and us canceling Christy Teigen over this. But I do know that if somebody says, hey, I'm thinking about committing suicide at that point, everything needs to stop. But we need to talk about it. We need to have some understanding of how this made him feel. But I agree with you. Me sitting where I'm at and we, you know, we had what, 1800 followers. You ain't going to talk me. <laughs> you ain't going to talk bad about me and make me stop doing what I do. But he was built differently. He's not from Louisiana, clearly. Yeah. But my question, do we actually know that whatever he did was photoshopped? Cause that's an easy well, cop out. That's and why I, I said. I'm assuming that based on what you know, I was told that it was it was supposed to be Photoshop. But like this is my thing. He he who was without sin cast the first stone. Yeah. And the truth of that, Michael Costello, don't don't sit up there, and, you know, act like you bang blameless, Chrissy. We all have done some stuff recklessly using the internet. You know what I mean? Let's just 
let's just call a spade a spade. If you go back and through and, and look at every single person's timeline, I'm pretty sure that they said some reckless comments that they could have had a, a high level of accountability on it. I think if the woman apologized, we need to do best we can to get Michael some help, get some sensitivity to training to Chrissy. You're a star. You need some sensitivity training, and we need to move on. We don't need to keep perpetuating this story and, and dragging her through the mud. That doesn't benefit anybody. Yeah, but this is the society we in, B. Jones. Everybody thinks their opinion matters. And, and she, it does. It yeah, does. It, just only to their mama. Just only to their mama. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't understand sometimes why people, and maybe it's you trying to heal yourself, but supposedly, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think this all happens in 2014. And see, that's a that's a whole that's some statute of limitations. Some we're already we're about to yeah. we're in 2020. We're I'm sorry, 2021. So if this was a thing again, and I'm not I'm not saying he didn't. I'm not saying that's not how he felt. But why didn't you say something publicly then? And then why didn't you? I, I, I don't know. I just and I'm not just talking about his situation. I've just seen instances where it's like, well, back in 1998. So-and-so did. And I'm like, why, why are we just now bringing this up and bringing this to light? Do you, sometimes I wonder, and I'm not saying him, so nobody drag me. Do people need attention? You know, do you need your stock kind of drop? Do you need your stock value to go up? You need some more attention. You need some more followers. You need, you know, people with their name in your, your name in their mouth. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that's what this is, but it's just, you know, why bring this up? now and then a lot of people have been coming back saying you know and this is honestly not the first time i've heard about something about michael costello being maybe a little bit on the racist side Even just a smidgen just a smidgen racist i have a black friend right <laughs> uh, exactly. but i know this is a lot of like fashion designers that are like that mm -hmm. oh absolutely like tommy hilfiger we know that he he said that his clothes weren't meant for us. So so we know stuff like that. So yeah, in all fairness, I'm about to defend Tommy on that. Black people weren't wearing that type of clothes at the time. So when he made it, I'm pretty sure he didn't say, hey, I can see Leroy rocking this, this, this polo. <laughs> no, no, B. Jones. Leroy's rocking this Leroy would wear that bright yellow shirt. No, B. Jones, that, that's a nice try. Because after he said that, it's funny that he went to the Arsenio Hall show and tried to have people like that look like us in their clothes. And so, no, miss me with that. I mean, that's, that's because you got to put a full, a full PR report on. This is all I'm going to say to Mike, not to Michael Costello, but those, like I said, Michael Costello needs to get help, but 600,000 people lost their lives in America due to COVID in, in 2021. At this point in time, we got to start focusing on the people who are here. If Michael is, uh, is, if Michael is here, then we need to love on him and we need to love on Chrissy. We need to love on every single person we can, mistakes or not. Let's stop holding all these grudges and pushing people to the side and throwing people away. That's what I'm saying. Okay. okay. Gotcha. All right. So if you missed the drink of the week, run it on back. It's the coconut lime frost. It's a great drink for the summertime. Keep you cool because it's about to get hot out there, y'all. And y'all see Already. whatever the, the electric company is told y'all to put y'all y'all thermostats on 82. Oh, 82. It, uh, Y'all better come up with something. Forget that. It's power grid. Outside, but you wanted me to have it on 82. Okay. That power grid. Everything going to shut down on you. <laughs> Y'all going to be checking on the old folks, man. 
Yeah, trying to have an air conditioner drive. Well, we need right. to it anyway, B. Jones. We need to check on them anyway, not just because it's hot. Go check on your people, y'all. Don't just have them. Check on your people, exactly. Please. Go take them a plate. Take them a plate. Please. All right, so make sure you test that coconut lime frost. And then Mayor of Easttown, episode two. I'm gonna be quiet on this one because I ain't seen episode one. Let's let's just hold it. Let's just hold it till she come till till uh, KD right. comes back. Because Kev, you hadn't seen it either, have you? Dude, I still gotta watch episode one. I'm in the middle no, of no. You okay, have a passive. You, tonight, you having so. a passive aggressive resistance to this, right? Because I like Kate Winslet. I think she's an excellent actress. But golly, it was so slow that first episode, man. Well, I was tell you this: at the end of this, you about midway through the show, you won't even call her Kate Winslet no more. You gonna call her Mayor? You gonna call her Mayor Bell? Mary Beth, that's, a, all right. that's how cold she is in this. All okay, right. you know what I you do. Watch the whole season, right? Yes. Oh yeah, I've already, I've already finished. I finished. Okay. All right, what's up, <laughs> That was so extra. I know I'm looking around like, did my wife bust in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, what's up to uh, Dalton? Anyway, all right. So uncut gems this week. You know what? I think I'm gonna tone it down. Y'all been all in my business the first half of the show. So I'm I'm <laughs> I'm gonna get in y'all's business for the uncut gem. It's not gonna be juicy. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm gonna have to save the juice for next. <laughs> no, 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 no. Father's Day is coming up on Sunday, and you two guys are fathers, so we are definitely going to appreciate and love on our fathers. And by the way, I just want to say that you, B. Jones, you, KT, and Ashley Serge, y'all are amazing fathers. And I commend y'all for why are you laughing, Miss Jones? Cause my mama didn't got on here. And... <laughs> you left your mama on here. Yo, get off here, mama. <laughs> Go watch Murder oh, She mama Wrote. Came, mama came in right on the right time. No, Go watch kidding. Murder She Wrote. <laughs> so y'all are great fathers. Just want to commend you guys on that. See what your kids doing, father child things. So shout out to you guys. But you know, there's always this meme that goes around on Father's Day or like this thing, you know, mothers can't be fathers and, you know, how people tend to go all out for Mother's Day and flowers and gifts and candy and dinner and all that stuff. But then on Father's Day, y'all got to get out on the grill and get to cooking. So on Father's Day, what would be the ultimate Father's Day for you? What would you like to be doing? What would you like to get? What would, I mean, tell me about your dream Father's Day. Now, B. Jones, choose your words carefully because I believe your wife, I, I think I can see her right there back in that window. <laughs> she peeking around the corner. Two eyes right there in the glass. <laughs> so, B. Jones, tell me, what would you like uh, to do? I'm going to let Kevin go first. I need some time to think about this one because All I know right. that I got eyeballs, so I need to make mine count. Well, you I might know. See which might come true. Yeah. Well, for me, my wife and I, we got a deal. Like on Mother's Day, she didn't have to do anything. I got the kids. I'm doing all this stuff. She can just relax. And that's the same for me. Father's Day, just let me watch TV, play video games. My mother-in-law and wife or uh, my father-in-law, they'll go get us like some steak from somewhere. And you know what's going down after that. But somebody's mom is on here, so I can't really elaborate. Yeah. So, yeah, just, I just Slapping want to <laughs> Hey, look. I didn't think you're gonna, you're gonna get a whooping. 
<laughs> I know what you're trying to do, boy. I know what you're trying to do, but happy Father's Day. Happy Father's I, Day, happy anniversary, and happy birthday. I mean, if that's how it goes down, let hey, it go. Hey, that's what I'm saying, man. Y'all know we don't get but about four or five times a year when we get special treats. We get special privileges. So, uh, all access passes. So, so I want to take advantage of my Father's Day coupons that you, you know, you first that you first start being a couple. You get the coupon book that's got all the little filthy yeah. stuff in it. I want to. I don't want to be in books I didn't gave away. Yeah, I want to. Oh my! What? what I, I'm not paying this one. Be this. You didn't put your coupon. How many coupon books you gave? You gave out. It's like, pay, I'm giving out every week. You know them coochie coupons. I don't know how many she. Pamela just told all her business. I know. Okay, okay so when you went uh, on vacation, <laughs> how many were cashed in? We need to know. Okay, so anyway, I, yes, Kevin, I would like to play a little PlayStation, get some steak and eggs. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm one of the weird people that I love breakfast like any time of the day. So for dinner, I probably would like to have my breakfast, and for for lunch, probably a a burger. And um, I just got a threatening text message that came across <laughs> the screen. So. <laughs> Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Father's Day. Guys, enjoy yourself. Enjoy your Father's Day. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Yeah, B. Jones, you probably a whoop. Is that her standing in that window for real? You better look. <laughs> no, man. She walked by, though. She walked by. I saw some legs moving a little while ago. She walked by. She walked by this. Oh my gosh! Nah, she my biggest fan though. She my biggest fan. She support me, so she she down like four flat tires. That's my ride or die. That's yeah, Bonnie back up. That's Bonnie back up. I, I will give you that, B Jones. Every time we post something, she's liking it. I, I will give her. Hey. Yes, your wife is amazing. Actually, super fan. Yes, yes, y'all all have amazing, wonderful wives. Maybe one day, me and KD have amazing, wonderful husbands. Yeah. Pam, you may want to hurry up. I mean, golly. You got me. Uh, that's what I'm about to say. KD, you better hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> KD in the comments, somebody, y'all see she got married. Who's she talking about? Who got married? I don't know. You. That who be you? Anyway, moving right along. So, unfortunately, this week, y'all, we will not have a power surge. I do want to talk about something. In, in the name of surge, in the name of surge, I want to know how an organization, the Dallas Mavericks, fire a GM. But the star player was not notified before that move was made. How does Luka Doncic come out three hours after Donnie is let go and say that he has a problem with the with that acquisition, especially knowing that you got to re-sign Luka after next season? Somebody explain that to me. Well, I think Donnie Nelson was a big part of him coming here too, wasn't he? That's what I'm saying. You know, because because of what they what, what Donnie Nelson did for the career of Dirk Nowitzki. So how does that even? I, I'm trying to understand. Mark Cuban is one of the most intelligent and smartest guys out there on the planet. How do you not sit down with Lucas people and say, "Hey, just to let you know, we're about to make a change in the front office, and we're gonna try to get somebody who's gonna bring you in some some new people." Now, with that being said, those of you out there watching, I don't want you to think I'm supporting. Donnie Nelson to stay because I've heard, I've, you know, after that happened, I think a couple of hours ago, they announced that Michael Finley, which is an African-American guy who played for the Dallas Mavericks for a substantial part of his career, will get an opportunity to interview for it. At least he's being identified as, as a top person of interest. But I, it just it just kills me that we have these, you know, Lucas upset and he's coming out saying that, hey, 
I wasn't in support of the, of the change. So that that was something that bothered me. I, I guess I wanted to talk about in Power Surge. And then I want to I want to have this conversation. Me and Kevin, before last night, we were, the kickoff question we were actually debating around was, how would this series impact Kevin Durant's legacy? And I just want us to spend three minutes and talk about that, Kevin, because last night, I, I, I want to first and foremost tell y'all that I think Kevin Durant is the most talented player on the face of the earth. But those who know me, will probably tell you that, oh, you hate Kevin Durant. It's not that. I hate Kevin Durant's mentality. I feel like he's soft. I feel like he makes decisions that are softish, and he just doesn't stand up for this, this Rucker Park and everybody, Kevin Rucker Durant, and I just don't feel like he brings that. But what I saw last night, 49 points, 17 assists, 10 rebounds, 60-some percent shoot. If it was not for that man single-handedly, he beat the Milwaukee Bucks no matter what anybody else can tell me. And this is not something we'll look back in 10 years and say, well, Milwaukee didn't play good or Milwaukee suffered from injuries or, man, Chris Middleton did his thing. I think Chris Middleton scored 27 to 30 points. Giannis scored 34 points. That team that they played against the other night brought everything they had, but Kevin Durant literally was a one-man army, an Indian with no chief, one-man gang, whatever you want to call it. The boy was banging every single place out there and he was a flat out giant now, I don't care you how you want to call it I agree with everything you said about KD but Jeff Green dropped 27 Jeff Green okay. did his thing but, that, but yeah. Kevin Durant scored 45% of the points that that whole organization yeah, yeah, scored no I get what you're saying but if Jeff Green doesn't drop 27 they're, they're going to lose that game no KD I'm not taking anything away from him he bought that dude play 48 minutes. That's nothing about 48 Iron Man basketball. No, no. Steve Nash needs to stop that. Even in blowout games, he had Kyrie and KD in games like that. They were by like 20 points with like five minutes left. They still in the game. He go he gonna end their career shortly. But like I said, KD balled. He it was a killer game. But Jeff Green, shoot. That that dude Kevin, in three years, we're gonna talk about this. When whenever Kevin Durant retire, I don't know if that's seven years, ten years, we're gonna talk about the game in 49. When he dropped 49 points in the playoffs, nobody's going to talk about Jeff Green's 27. Those but who are, who are diehards may say, well, you know, Jeff Green did his thing. That might have been <laughs> Jeff Green's uh, pinnacle, uh, pinnacle moment as well. But, bruh, Kevin Durant is a dog. Now, I, oh, I, yes, don't, so definitely. I, I, I don't like the recency bias. Everybody trying to crown him the best player in the league. That's just only because we he's ain't a, seeing LeBron no, right now. Man, the he's the best scorer yeah, in the league. He's the best scorer in the league. But you know what? I did some research. Kevin Durant actually was was a, a defensive MVP candidate in 2018, and he ha he leads at his position in blocks over, over like the last six or seven years. So Kevin Durant is a dog on defense too. I got I got to give him two way credit where I, I was thinking that he was just an elite score. Yeah, but but you know who else we need to talk about is Giannis. I want he should not be another defensive MP, MVP ever because one, they're one dimensional. If you're 6'11", KD's 6'11", he's cooking. Now, Tucker's playing him pretty good, man. He's playing him tough and physical. But if you're the man, the last five minutes of the game, strap up. The only person that was going to stop Kevin Durant was Jesus. And I don't think... No, no, no. No, I, I, no, I totally get that. But if you're that, if you're the guy, Giannis, if you've been a defensive MVP before, a defensive player of the year, you got to step up. You, you got to step up. Go ahead, Pam. I'm sorry. I just want to say that I don't like KD for two reasons. Why? Number one, he didn't respond to my DM that time. That's fair. You got to write the whole grudge over there. I'm only asking about some shoes because KD is and always has been Terrence's like absolute favorite player. 
So what you you sent him a message asking for some shoes? No, I wasn't asking because at the time, like all of his shoes were only in a what I don't remember what the largest size. Was. I got you. I was like, hey, do these, yeah, what size you wear? Because my son wear the same size, and but I can't find these online. Where you where you selling these shoes at? Where you selling the big size? At? And I okay. Still well, what's number two? That was one. His hair. What's his? Oh yeah, his he might have gone cut that off. No, I thought about it. Y'all know Bow Wow got his own line of uh, them do rags. They need to let Kevin Durant play in one of them do rags. The whole, the whole head. We gonna have to wear that all of tw- the rest of twenty twenty one and With all the of twenty twenty two to try to get some waves up in that carpet. But I do think he had an amazing game. I did see a clip of a move that he did, and I said to Terrence, "I said, oh, you did that all the time. Look at you trying to be like." Yeah, hey, that that three he busted that whew, that was cold blooded. But Giannis, Ooh. step up. I don't care what your coach says. LeBron and his coach tell him man, dang, if it's going down, LeBron is going to get on that guy. Dang, now, well, it's over. It's over now, man. The Nets marching on. I'm hoping that everybody can get healthy because now this playoff has become a battle of attrition. It's what team can limp across the finish line. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 the, the basketball gods must have smiled up on for everybody like myself who was like, man, I hope KD can show us that he can lead a team to, to, to a championship because sure, as soon as we say that, Harden goes down. Kyrie goes down. Harden played, but he was trash. Harden was trash, but Harden did enough to distract, you know, to at least cause oh, the other team that's to make adjustments. With Giannis B. Jones, you got Harden on the post and you do a, a fadeaway jumper? Yeah, he gave he gave him. He he basically let him off the hook with that one. Well, no, I, I saw another, that. What else is crazy? Harden waved off the double team. He said, I got him. And Harden came and played defense. That show you that. Yeah. Yep. All uh, right. Well, that was longer than three minutes, but I'm glad we had the discussion. So, shout out to, to the power surge. That was a good conversation. <laughs> All right. So, moving on to the drop. In new music this week, we had the Migos. They dropped Culture 3. I haven't listened to it. I don't understand. That. I, I, ain't, I, I, I heard like four or five tracks. It yeah, was they, one track that I heard that was jamming, but I I'm about to listen to that though. one twice. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to listen to that one again. All right. Maroon 5. Haven't heard from them in a minute. They got Jordy. Polo G is Hall of Fame. Pierre Born, Life of Pierre 5. I guess there was a 1, 2, 3, and 4 somewhere around there. Larry June with the orange print. Not the blue print, but it's orange. <laughs> Tierra Amani, she's got her cycles going on. And then Emotional Oranges with the juice box. Hey, Kim reached way into the collection on these. <laughs> like, like, I don't know none of these folks. Hey, what's funny is you could come across somebody they're gonna be like, nah, that life of Pierre 3 was the coldest album. You know what I'm saying? Somebody out there that's, Man, that's talking about knows, the life of Pierre 2 and 3. I'm saying, hey, hey, nobody we know gonna say that. I know that for sure. All right, so coach, you gotta let me get ready. Hold on, what you got for me to do? You know, I don't know if I did this or not. I don't care really. Today would have been the 50th birthday of the greatest rapper to ever yes. walk this planet. If y'all know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Tupac Shakur. Alright? Would have been his 50th birthday? It would have been 50. Him and Pam would have been around the same age. So... (laughs) 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 I'm sorry, Pam. Let let me me pull up that Skylar Diggins tweet. tweet Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. So, (laughs) the Coach's Groove song is I Get Around. Featuring uh-huh. the shock uh-huh. uh-huh. Round it round we go. I, I had the lyrics in my head. Now I can't remember them. Back to get wrecked. All respect to those who break their neck to keep that and take an old day sweater, brother majorly. Now I don't know why the girl keeps paging me. She tells me that she needs she need me. me. She leaves me. She sees me. She squeezes me. Take it easy. 
Okay. Hey, y'all ain't hard. Y'all ain't hard because y'all y'all watch just, Wire coming man, up. Man, he just mad. He don't know the lyrics. He was right. scared. Right. He's trying to keep up. He know like one word every now and then. Happy <laughs> birthday, Pop. I'm with I'm with Cam on that one. All right, all right. So, B Jones, what sneakers dropped this week? Oh, well. Drop- this one is going to be because I've made it my dedication to give y'all some true sneakerhead conversation. And I, I look, I drop Jordans every week just because I'm a Jordan fan. And we're going we're gonna to drop another pair of Jordans, Kevin. Here we go. So uh, I got really good results and feedback on last time we did the, the Versus edition. So uh, this week we are going to uh, go head to head with two very unique 30th edition tennis that are coming out. It's the Union AJ4s, Topanes versus the Union AJ4's Desert Moss. Both of these shoes will be reselling, or excuse me, retailing Friday morning for $225. And this is a shoe raffle, whatever. Get with anybody you can. Go buy a bot immediately and get get in the game because uh, this is this shoe will resell. Right now, they're looking at $1,000 resale values. I've seen it as high as, as $1,800 for the toe pays. And, and for the Desert Moss, I've seen it as high as $1,400, but prices will be fluctuating. But it's it's one of them things you gotta just come on and uh come on and get with this one. So let's go around. Y'all seen the shoes? I'll let you call it. Which one are you getting, Pam? You getting the topes or the dozen moths? On both of them? No, we just said if you were to get one, which one would you get? This is just a championship round. Yeah, one. this is just either or. You don't get to say no, Pam, because we knew oh. you were gonna say no. The purplish ones. The topes. All right. Yeah. Oh no, the purple was dozen moths. It was yellow and purple. Yeah, that one. Okay. Kev? Mm. I want to go the purple ones, but I already got those what the, so I'm going to go the other one. You going the topes? Yeah, I'm going to go Put them back up on the screen just for, for a second. B. Jones, you haven't done too much. All right. Well, I am going to go, of course, with the dozen moss. I'm going to go with the yellow ones. Y'all already know why. The yellow and purple, it just it seemed like this would go dope with a, with an LSU jersey down the road, although the topes is probably a, a little bit more high resale value. Hopefully, anybody out there, you can get it. Listen, if you get them, don't wear them. Don't crack the crease. Put them things in the box and send them straight to GOAT and resell them shoes and make you make you enough money to pay for you two, three pair of shoes down the road. So that's all we got. <laughs> she said she going to get some new balances at Academy. Yes. Tell her, go to Walmart and get them shacks. They look just like George. <laughs> Dude, why are you playing Shaq? was like, y'all dogging my shoes, but guess how many kids I got wearing my shoes? Exactly. I like that. Shaq, LSU alumni. I would never wear them, but yeah, good, good, good work, Shaq. No, no. All right, so I'm gonna switch this up a little bit because I'm the host and I can do that. Bitch, Jones, go ahead and do your yeet. Oh, really? Well, what made you think I was prepared to do my yeet? Because you're always prepared. You ain't never got to get ready because you stay ready. Off top, off top. Well, last week we shouted out at HBCU, and we are going back to the land black HBCU, the North Carolina A and T track team. Pulled off an impressive feat this last week at the the NCAA finals in Eugene, Oregon. The girls and the boys both finished in the top four, which was the only school in the nation collegially to pull off this feat. The guys actually finished third, which was the highest HBCU finish in the history of the thing. This team went on to sweep the MEAC. They won all 29 events except the 3,000-meter ch- steeplechase. But I know y'all sitting there, y'all like, what makes this year worthy is that Dwayne Ross, who was a former Olympian, became the co-coach of the year. His son, Randolph Ross, actually went out there won the gold medal in the, full, the 400. 
And in doing so, he set a world leading, the, he's leading the world as the fastest 400 ran this year. Their 4 by 100 team, which featured uh, Daniel Stokes, Ahmad Sharutleaf, and Trevor Stewart, they won the 4 by 400 And then one young lady named Cambria Sturgis won the 100 and the 200, sweeping the women and became the fastest collegiate woman in the, in the United States. And this is what makes this impressive. The school as a total gets $15 million for their athletic budget, which only a million of that goes to their, to their track and field program where they're only allowed to get 10.6 scholarships out of 18. Well, I had to do some research on this. My LSU Tigers has a, it has a budget of $160 million, which over 15 million is going to the track program. Teams like Texas A&M had $150 million budgets. And so when you put that in perspective, this HBCU, these kids out of North Carolina A&T went out there and whiz ass, 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 whoop their ass, and they have one of the smallest budgets. So North Carolina A&T, Coach Ross, all of y'all, Cambria Sturgis, Randolph Ross, you all deserve a yeet. Yeet. Hold up now. That sounds like... yeah. And you ain't been drinking, so we're going to blend it on the educational system. I really right have been. My words have, have been nice and intact, and then I enunciate them all. Anyway, all right, so it's time for the OT. I want to go ahead and do this last. So if your life depended on it, who would you have shoot free throws for you? Me or KT? <laughs> no, that's a real question. We know, I, I can knock free throws down, so you don't want to do that. I can too, sir. We'll find out. Sounds like a challenge. Whatever. Let's put it all on right. wax. So the real question was, who do you want to shoot free throws for you, Giannis or Ben Simmons? Oh, you know what? I'm jumping off the cliff. I don't want that one of them jokers shooting for me because I'm your on life depended on the camp. Pick one, Ben Simmons, and I'm going Giannis. I think Giannis. Uh, oh, you know, no, no, you're right. No, hell, no, no. Giannis, Giannis has <laughs> yeah, a better. Ben shot. Simmons right. is like ten for twenty five. Yeah. I'm pretty much essentially dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ben Simmons shoot like. 30% from the free throw line. Yeah, right. that was that was at some point Giannis was, I think they said like a 70% free throw shooter. He just yeah. he's going, he's got a case of the crazies right now. So I'm I'm gonna let Giannis yeah, shoot I'm my, my free throw shot to save my life. My Pam, if there was another option, I'd just jump off the cliff and just end <laughs> it. I'm gone anyway. All right. So college football looking to expand to 12 teams. Bump it or dump it? Bump it. It's more football. Bump. More Bump. quality Bump. football for us, maybe. Yeah. It depends on who gets in there. I'm going to disagree with Kev. I, I absolutely think the four teams at the the one, two, three, and four, the Clemsons, the LSUs, the Bamas, the Georgia, they're going to wreck Boise State and, and Northwest. You know, like, for example, Cincinnati would have been in, in the competition this last year, right? They would have been one of the teams to make it. If you look at the teams over the last eight years since we've had the CFP, you look at the, the, the four through 12, yeah, it's been an Auburn sprinkled in there, and it's been a, you know, a, a Oregon and and maybe a, a couple of respectable teams like Wisconsin, but in the Florida, Florida Gators would have made a lot more CFPs if that was the case. But overall, there's about four teams that don't, they can't even sniff yeah. the conversation. No, I totally agree with you, but aren't you tired of seeing the same teams in there every year? But we're going to still see them. We're going to still no, see them. No, we're going to still see them. They're going to be dominating, but we get to see other teams. Now we can put the rest of, like you said, the, the UCF and the Cincinnati get in there, get your the break speed off of you, and then move on to the next round. But, with football. But what this will change is the talent, right? Because now a team that's like a TCU that sneaks in, they can say, "Hey, 
we a CFP quality team. Come to our program, there is an opportunity. There's a shot. Whether that's very low opportunity, there is a shot. And I think and then the money's change as well. When the new contracts come out, we'll find out what these CFP teams will be getting. But the monies are going to be allocated a lot differently for a CFP, a CFP team versus a team that just went to the, you know, the, the Michelin Bowl. And just think about this too, B. Jones. You're going to get more money because you have schools like Notre Dame will get in, Oklahoma. That's what gets, I mean. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. You may get a USC in there. You know, we need other teams to come in. The SEC, SEC we know they're going to have by four or five teams in there. <laughs> yeah, team. it's going to be basically be the SEC playoffs. Yes. Yeah. All right. So who's a better who who's a better backup big man? Dwight Howard or Boogie Cousins? Mm, skill wise it's Boogie Cousins, but I'm gonna go Dwight Howard because he's dependable. He doesn't get as hurt as Boogie Cousins. Hell, Boogie Cousins, you don't know he's gonna be there. He may be hurt. Dwight so I'm gonna go Dwight better. Howard. I'm I'm gonna go Boogie. I'm a I'm a I'm a bet on Boogie staying healthy. I'm gonna go Boogie. I like his athleticism. I think a healthy Boogie would would make a team different. I, I, I he's in L.A. right now, and it's interesting that we could potentially. Well, I think that's dead now that that Kawhi is out. But it would have been a potential opportunity to see a Sixers player, you know, to play a Clippers, in which we would have saw both of those backup big men go at it. But I'm I'm going Boogie opposite of Kevin. I haven't seen Boogie get in the game, so he got he got in a couple. Of, he got some run. He got a couple yeah. of minutes. Yeah, Dwight Howard eating though. Go ahead. All right, so my last question is, Alex Rodriguez is launching his own makeup line for men. So what y'all getting? Y'all getting that foundation? You getting the powder? You getting the eyeliner? Or the, the beard the beard spray? What y'all getting? I'm hoping he's doing this more for men that are like in Hollywood. Yeah. Because if it's just for the regular Joe Blow and you're trying to get some makeup, then... I mean, y'all already got them fake beards in the Beijing. I mean, what, what else y'all Well, not everybody has a fake beard. I can actually grow one, Pam, but nice try. Hey, but look, I just I can't see no grown man <laughs> running around in makeup hey, man. unless he gonna be on television. You got the AYD. It's, it's, it's hot. It. So if I see y'all with some with some, some, some lotion running on, running down your, 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 your face, I, I'm gonna have to call you out. Hey, put some lotion on. Put some of yeah. that. Put some Vaseline on. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, I have a quick question before we move on to the two minute warning. Do you guys wear cologne? Uh, I do. No, I don't. I when use... I go on date nights, I'm rocking some cologne. Okay. No, use? I use Bath and Body Works. That bourbon. That bourbon yeah, go that's hard. That's my son's favorite. That's <laughs> that the, bourbon man, go that hard. That stuff smells good. Yeah, that, that's my cologne right there. Okay. See, I layer, Pam. I layer. I, yeah, yeah I, I got the, the Bath and Body Works soap, but then I layer it with some body spray. Then, of course, I hit it with the with the coat, shot of. Or whatever, whatever my wife had bought me for this this season. Which, you know, I'll probably get a new bottle on Sunday. Can't wait to see that. But, uh, okay. You know. And then do y'all lotion? Y'all use lotion? Absolutely. Absolutely. Lotion. I use bur- hey, bourbon body wash, bourbon lotion. That's layering. Nothing touches this body but silk. You understand? We That's how we do it. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's time for the two-minute warning. We're going to move on to some shout-outs. Oh, you still going. Shout out. KT, who are you shouting out this week? Shout out. Now my stuff froze for a second. You said it. Shout out to Miss El Paso, Elena and Brittany. Yes. In a couple of weeks, you're gonna it's gonna be a new podcast. Dresses and salted pretzels, also known as SLT South. So be on the lookout for that. They're always showing us love. We love them. I can't wait for that show to come out. Yes. 
Yeah, I'm excited yeah. about and that show And I will show be in well. Houston very soon, ladies. So whatever day, I'm going to try to come and record live. All right, B. Jones, who you shouting out? I'm shouting out Brandon Moreno first. He became the first Mexican-born MMA fighter to win the UFC, um, was it, flyweight title. It was an impressive win. The kid had it on his mind. Mm-hmm. I want to send a shout-out to KD Damon and Coach Steve. Them boys rocking hard for us. Thank y'all for the love. We couldn't do it without y'all. And then I want to send a shout-out to you, to you, to you, to you, to you, to you, to everybody because uh, – I've been doing some research. Uh, you know, research has been brought my way in this Sunday. Juneteenth will happen. And, and I challenge everybody to go and recognize that story, or read that story of Juneteenth and what it really truly means for African-Americans, because that is a big holiday. And I believe that it was announced that this would now be uh, honored and observed as a national holiday. So shout out to Juneteenth. My shout out goes to Miss KD, who is working hard, who is doing her thing with these classes, getting her education and stuff. You go, girl. Shout out to, again, my co-host, my male co-host on Being Fathers. Happy early Father's Day to you guys. I'm going to send y'all, each one of y'all get one little trial size of the, the, the bourbon. I, I forgot. You know I got to send a shout out to my bro. The, you, got, you buy the three and get one free. So I'm gonna get y'all three, and then y'all only get one bottle, and I'm gonna get the other one. Shoot, why you playing? I take it. I playing. <laughs> hey Pam, I gotta send a shout out to my older brother Tori. He, t- he his birthday is on uh, on the twentieth as well. So, so happy, birthday. happy birthday, happy birthday to you. I'm about to get on this game with you in a little bit. Happy birthday, and shout out to my dad for being just amazing and grouchy as he wants to be. Love you, daddy, and shout out to everybody because y'all just. Y'all are so amazing. Stay, stay nice. Stay safe. Stay real, people. I never would have made it. Oh, hold up, hold up. Yeah, come on, Pam. I'm sorry. I thought it was the other version, the remix. <laughs> yeah, it was gospel. I know. There's you... a remix. Have you not heard it? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Well, my computer froze. But anyway, that will be the end of our show, and we will not get fined today. <laughs> In till 14 seconds, we will, though. Right. Everybody, have a good night. Thank we you love for y'all. Us. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Make sure you join us next week. Make sure you catch the You Got Next series because these guys are doing their thing with that. Oh. The baby said, fly. She see me. I know I got a giant in the drip, but I double because I'm tired of the vibe. She clean. And I don't play around with the rich when I get it. You already know the vibe is VVs. I swear I feel alive when I'm in them in the yo to the air, making vibes on repeat. And I ain't got to lie, you see these. Yeah. Said she want a vibe, she need 3D Each one for my boys, my team Swimming through the riches with my squad, believe me Iced out all the mods, believe me Big dogs is legit, know I'm eight. Who can let them know I'm different raw with the eight? This for my sons, I know it's mine for the take Little baby look like she the type that be playing Slide and escape this She dummy probably thinking who this yeah, Money now it's funny how I see the mood switch Boy and them girl funny how the two mix Oh I got them upside, now they got the loose lips Want the doors with a suicide on it. If I'm winning, gotta put my slimes on it. I ain't buying no Gucci or Prada. That she my man, and it's proof of her solid. Drip the finesse like Kyrie. Like Kyrie. Young man with his own brand, I designed it. Whole game got a wrist spring, cause I iced it. No name in my domain, I'm the nicest. Game, no, I used to dream of the dice. I do bad things, I'm in between like a hype.